Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we just want to do a quick little uh, little kind of catch-up thing, because obviously we haven't recorded one of these in a hot second. Uh, in in real world, we've already recorded one of the episodes for the next arc, but this is going to be the first episode that you, the audience, have seen. So, welcome yeah. back. Thank you for sticking with us in this long little hiatus. I am, of course, Matthew with Marty and Carlos. Hello. Hey. Yeah, I, um, I, we've had a couple of people who could be like, hey, guys, what's going on? Where you been? And I really appreciate that. So thank you guys for remembering yeah. us. And, uh, yeah, we've got some content planned. So uh, I thought, yeah, here we are. Let's do a little, just a little quick thing like, hey, welcome back and talk about what, what's been going on. There's a lot, been a lot going on if you're into uh, Asian cinema. So we can talk about that a little bit. And, uh yeah. Yeah, let's dig dig right in. Yeah, this is definitely uh Carlos is, was the one that did the most homework for this, so we're going to be uh piggybacking off of a lot of the work that he did. So, thank <laughs> well, you for bringing all this together, Carlos. Yeah, we're yeah, like that no group problem. where it's like you speak like once every 4 minutes and try to use like a bunch of big words that don't mean anything and then steer it right <laughs> yeah, back exactly. to the the homework kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess yeah, um I I can just go into releases because if you're a fan of Hong Kong cinema or Asian cinema in general, uh, we've we've had like a deluge of releases from it's multiple. It's kind of a new companies. golden age for home video yeah. for us. Yeah, and it you know we've kind of criticized Blu-ray as a a media format for being kind of lacking with things, but uh, I gotta say I. Uh, We've got some companies here: 88 Films, Eureka, yeah. Arrow Film, uh, even Criterion, uh, to a lesser extent. They've been going above and beyond, uh, releasing new uh, material. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on the podcast, but even more so. And um, yeah, I just kind of took a little bit here and there, um, and yeah, we can just get into it. So, 88 Films. Is a, and one thing I should say also is that um, I'm sorry if you're going to have to spend more money because of us, but <laughs> you should probably look into getting a non-region Blu-ray player because a lot of these are UK region. Um, there, there actually are some pretty notable releases from France from a company called Spectrum Films. And yeah. I don't think I have any, anything listed here, but um, yeah, if you have a non-region Blu-ray player... Uh, the world is your oyster. <laughs> totally. And another possibly slightly more affordable option too is um, if you don't have a Blu-ray drive for um, your computer, um, that's there are actually quite a few like affordable external Blu-ray drives. And yeah, um, with, and the, with the right media player software, yeah, you should yep. be able to actually access these uh, international yes. Blu-rays that way as well. VLC is your friend. VLC can do anything you need it to. <laughs> yeah. 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 So get yourself a Blu-ray drive and have at it. So 88 Films um, actually started releasing stuff in the United States too. So we are starting to get some good releases. And I wanted to mention Chinese Boxer. Um, yeah. I mean, arguably one of the first Kung Fu, modern Kung Fu films. And um that I, I got the first U.S. release from 88 Films, and I was very happy with it. And there's it's just chock full of content. Um, they're also releasing, in February next year, they're releasing Legendary Weapons of China. And um, one thing I also have to say is that 
they've gone and, and gotten in touch with an amazing artist. He goes by Kung Fu Bob O'Brien. Yeah, and really great work. Pretty much, yeah, every every most of the releases you're going to see that I mean, you'll you'll be able to see his artwork on them and they are legit like stuff to aspire to, stuff to just like, man, you can just put it up on your walls. And a lot of these limited releases, they do come with posters. Um, and you know they're yeah. folded up, but you can make it work. Well, and, it's cool, uh, and they often will have that art be um, like a reversible sleeve. Yeah, and mm-hmm. usually the the uh, theatrical poster or some mock, like you know, derivation of that will be on the other side. And yeah, we're yes. seeing um, some a cool new kind of crop of talent um, on the behind the scenes commentary feature side as well, and so. That's always exciting because things really had felt like they were kind of stagnating for um, for years, I think, if we're honest. So um, this is, yeah, hugely exciting. A lot of people that I I mean, they a lot of podcasters, honestly, just like us that right, right. have a passion for the cinema and have had the chance to get on board and get behind the mic to do commentary for these films. And I mean, honestly, there's a part of me that was like, oh, man, I feel like we could, you know, I listen to these things and I'm like, I think that'd be fun for us to get a chance at doing one <laughs> of these films. But I mean, that's a little bit dreaming right now. So um, we've also hey, it's a got a cool target to. Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it'd be fun. So Legendary Weapons of China is going to come out in February and that looks amazing. Um, we've got Armor of God, which is just releasing and um, I'm waiting on my copy right now. And uh, like I said, uh, on commentary track for armor of god we've got the crew from podcast on fire and uh, those guys are awesome kenny b and his guys always know so much and i always get so much enjoyment from listening to them and it's great to see them i mean they've they've had some opportunities before but it's great to see them on this jackie chan release and i can't wait to get my hands on it uh and um there's also disciples of shaolin which is coming out through 88 films and uh, I think it's out actually, but um, yeah. uh, a Fu Shang film that's, that's also like a really good Lao Gar Long joint. There's some really great fights in that. And I think that, um, yeah, any fan of this podcast would get, I mean, we haven't done an episode on it, but they would get an immense yeah. enjoyment out and of I, that. And I release. think there's a North American release for Disciples of Shaolin. As well. Oh, yeah, great. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so Criterion, they released. Um, the Bruce Lee collection, and they released the Showa era Godzilla collection. I have both of those, and I love them so much. And oh, hmm. the the Zatoichi collection, we gotta mention that as well. Um, but they just recently released the Once Upon a Time in China set, which yeah. is super cool. <laughs> I had no idea that that was gonna happen. And um, yeah, it definitely get... feels like there's a bit of a sea change going on in the um, the more kind of cinephile side of of the home media, which is. Yeah, super exciting, um, you know, because we've obviously had, um, you know, Wong Kar Wai and some other, you know, undisputed uh, kind of masters of, of cinema um, that are featured. But uh, I think we even mentioned it back in our um, uh, Drunken Master episode. It's uh, when Masters of Cinema, that label, released a their version of drunken master i think there was a little bit of dispute like oh is this really you know uh, yeah cinematically like valuable to to that degree and yeah i'm i'm hoping that this means we're seeing a bit of a 
bit of a sea change or maybe even kind of a generational handoff or something. But whatever it is, yeah. uh, we're super, super <laughs> grateful. There's this barrier of prestige that, you know, maybe the stuff that we really like doesn't reach the heights of some of the stuff that had been released. But now it seems like people are acknowledging that and uh, giving putting the spotlight on these films that we've loved for so long. Yeah, totally. Um, Arrow's another company that I really can't talk up enough. But uh, all I really want to mention is that we've got this Shaw Scope Volume 1 that is a huge box set, all lovingly crafted, so many releases to get into here, and uh, a lot of stuff that we've covered on the podcast. We've got some Lao Garlong love in this set, and uh, I'm I'm also... This is... the. This is a thing that I put on my Christmas list. So I don't know. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, I've already <laughs> enjoyed it. <laughs> but I'm I'm so so excited for this release. And doesn't it uh, include some like soundtrack, uh, like a, like CDs as well, right? As oh, really? I, I that I don't so. know. This is this is one of those things that I did. I saw when it was coming out, and I was like, I actually don't want to look into it too much because it's okay, going to be yeah. really fun to open <laughs> it up and check it out. So. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that yeah I'm well pretty sure there's like um, some soundtrack material on like one or two CDs as part of the box set as well. Uh, yeah, and so, yeah, and as a, oh, so cool. Yeah, as of recording, it's just coming out, and I've seen I'm starting to see people get their hands on it. So yeah, re- real big deal, real big deal to me. Um, and another big deal is uh, Eureka. This company has been doing really good work, and uh, they are really they they did release, and I do have it. It's it's called Cinematic Vengeance. It's eight films by Joseph Quo. Yeah. And we, we haven't really taken set. Yeah, the time to spotlight on his work. But I know, yeah, for sure, me and Marty and I and Matthew, I know maybe you're not as familiar with his work. But when you see these films, you will fall in love with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, a great a great selection of films. And it's a it's I mean, there there are things in that I really am hoping for. I hope this set is successful so we can start to see some of the other things by him. But yeah, here we are. Like I never thought we would get a collection like this. Well, and we, you know, when we're talking about Kung Fu movies, we're, um, we're always mentioning, you know, uh, Hong Kong, but there is this awesome slice of, you know, Taiwanese film that's, um, all kind of happening in, in parallel with that. And, um, yeah, Joseph Kuo is like a definitely a hero of uh, of Taiwanese cinema and independent cinema as well. So, yeah, amazing, amazing box set. Um, also, I've got to say it's so exciting. Uh, in addition to all the great physical media releases, um, I feel like we're finally starting to see some really good saturation for, um, you know, legally licensed nice transfers of films that are like across the rental platforms Mm -hmm. um and yeah that's something that even even a couple of years ago we weren't seeing i mean uh to be fair some of these releases would make it to kind of to netflix in kind of a you know limited windows and that sort of a thing but yeah um yeah you if you're looking to your like through your rental platform of choice whether it's iTunes or Prime or whatever. Um, uh, I think, yeah, I would say by the month you're you're seeing that library really really expand. And these are nice transfers, um, you know, HD resolution, and in many cases updated 
um, improved subtitles. So, uh, yeah, that part of me that's <laughs> always been worried about the preservation of this cinema um, has been super heartened over the last year, I'd say. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned streaming services, and I, I have to mention that the Arrow films, they put out the uh, Gamera collection a while back, and all of those Gamera films are available to view on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime in the States. I don't know how that works across the pond, but yeah, that's really great. And I, I, I actually mentioning Gamera, uh, they also, Arrow Films also released the Yokai films that we talked about for Halloween. Um, those are all, you know, resurrected here in a in a really great blu-ray set they did that they also did daimajin which is another dai a kaiju film from back around the same time as uh the yokai films that we covered and uh those are all now available on blu-ray uh remastered it's it's so so cool but um yeah so cool yeah, getting back to Eureka, though, one of the other ones that I really wanted to mention that comes out in January, so around the time that you'd be listening to this, is a two set of Warriors 2 and Prodigal Son. Come on, guys. Yeah. This is amazing. amazing. Yeah, it was an instant buy for me. Like, I saw that it was out, and I'm like, where? how fast can I buy this? <laughs> I cannot wait to get that set. It's going to be so, so, so cool. So these are just slices. There's so much more from these companies. And actually, I would like to point you towards a YouTube channel. Uh, the YouTube channel is The Fanatical Dragon, and we'll link to that in our show notes for the episode. But... Uh, he is a friend of our podcast, and I've communicated with him so many times, and he has this wonderful YouTube channel that just basically catalogs everything. And actually, he's gotten a preview of the Shawscope set, and he's been going through and uh, disc by disc and going through and doing movie reviews and also the disc reviews, which is really great. And he was so nice to give us some shout-outs in any of the episodes and any of the movies that we've covered, he's mentioned us. Dude, That's super so nice. cool. Yeah, definitely yeah. check it out, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Yeah, great dude. Mm-hmm. Always love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe we should uh, hit him up. Maybe we could do some collab stuff. I, I think that'd be fun. Dude, awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. would. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find pretty much everything that I mentioned here you'll find that on his YouTube channel and he'll be talking about it in some form. And yeah. uh, he's very di- digilent in all these new releases. Honestly, it's it's pretty hard to keep up. I was I was trying to, you know, grab a lot of these things, but now I'm starting to be like, all right, well, do I really need it or do I not need it? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you were saying, we're like maybe like pushing a kind of expensive habit on the folks, but... It's uh, bad. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not only a member. I'm also. Wait, no, I'm also a victim. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the right term. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Man, well, dude, super exciting. Well, uh, hopefully this. Yeah, maybe we can have this kind of like a three act structure today. Um, and in addition to all these awesome bright lights during the time uh, that we've been away, uh, we just wanted to take a few minutes to kind of shout out some absolute heroes and legends that yeah. have fallen during this time. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, this is really, really rough. Um, before the episode, Carlos was just reading the 
shortlist here and uh it's still these still really sting man yeah it's pretty rough but last couple years have been pretty intense and uh it's sad to say that we've had to say goodbye to some of these greats but here we are celebrating them and you know you can't you can't forget about these people and uh for us, there's this long-lasting body of work <laughs> throughout all of these things to all totally. degrees. We got the prestige and the kind of schlocky and just like yeah. so much heart in everything that we've uh, discussed with these uh, these stars. Yeah, so uh, you know, it's 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 hard to list them out, like because this means a lot to us. So you know, it's sad to say, but you know, Sunny Chiba's passed, a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny Chiba, I think, is the one that, like, most pe- the people even outside of, like, our little yeah. Asian cinema, people, that, like, that, that's a big one. Like, that's, yeah. that's huge. The, the end like, of an Sunny era. Chiba. Absolutely. Yeah, Sunny yeah. Chiba is huge. And, like, a lot of people discovered him through, like, you know. Kill Bill and you know, stuff. Kill Bill yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah, the Street Fighter is massive. Like, that's such a, it's very much kind of a crossover with other parts of, you know movie nerdery i guess and it just stretches back so far he not only was he a star but he basically created an action industry in a country so like the japan action club and the stars that came from that and the films that were born through the action that he cultivated it's legendary you can't you can't say any yeah. less than that he's a almost star all roads sky. for japanese martial arts action um point back to sony chiba so it's yeah irreplaceable um yeah unmistakable uh mm-hmm. man and uh i mean and just what an incredible energy he had on and off screen on and off screen and so yeah really uh really difficult we should definitely pour one out oh man we should have like maybe you guys are already doing this but like set up a row of shot glasses and just <laughs> poured them out pour them all out yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah i i think i i remember seeing it but i looked it up again after uh hearing of his passing there's a really great clip of keanu Keanu reeves Reeves. meeting sunny chiba and you can see the reverence there and how important they were to both of you know each other it's almost a mutual thing yeah it's this cute little kind of mild prank sunny chiba's in the background and the interviewer just kind of drops his name a little bit and keanu's like oh so Chiba, he's a legend. What are you talking about? And and Chiba walks in. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's definitely yeah, definitely watch that. Um, yeah, watch that clip. Yeah, 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 yeah. So great, so great. So um, and and one that was one another person that passed that was that I think is really important to Heroes Three is uh, Roy Haran, oh, who is man. yeah uh, better known as as Kung Fu Jesus and <laughs> um and uh, Snake in the Eagle Shadow. One yeah, of the most infamous of, deaths. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was kind of our, kind of my introduction to the the token white uh, <laughs> kung fu fighter in these movies. Oh, oh totally. Beautiful. And he was really um, kind of a gateway and um, an ambassador for a lot of us in the West for you know of a certain age, like kind of our generation and afterwards for learning more about these films. Um, uh, he's very kind of open, open person in his latter years and is really interesting. I would say by day um, really exemplified kind of the tenets of uh, mindfulness and peace and meditation. Um, but he was always willing to talk about, um, you know, his 
career in, in Hong Kong cinema and really shared a lot of amazing insight of what was happening, um, you know, behind the scenes of making those films. Was very close, as we've mentioned before, with Huang Zhengli. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of <laughs> an unexpected uh, brotherly brotherly duo there um but yeah, yeah this is this is really sad uh you know i'd been following him on instagram for a while and i guess mm-hmm. some part of me was thinking in the back of my mind like oh you know someday we'll reach out to roy haran and ask if he's available to come on the podcast or something and um but yeah that's uh oh, it's t- and it's interesting I, did you guys know that his um his daughter is actually kind of yeah. a, a celebrity um mm-hmm. She's like a singer or in something. her own right. Yeah, like yeah. singer and an actress, and um, I think she kind of yeah, divides I, her time time between like Hong Kong and maybe the U.S. and a couple of other places. But mm-hmm. I I actually got a little bit of comfort going through his YouTube channel because he has this very like you said this Zen meditative uh, scholarly uh, YouTube channel and yeah uh, totally I just you know the day the day after. I had heard about it kind of just thinking about a lot of things and I just went through and watched all of his videos and uh yeah it was really really nice we will link to that too yeah it yeah and and yeah the behind the scenes stuff too like I think I don't know if we mentioned it on well our first ever episode (laughs) (laughs) but one of the things I think he was saying was that he he injured his arm. He was either broken or dislocated or something. And there's the fight where he's he's using with his the sword. sword and, yeah. And he had to do that with his injured arm. And, I mean, watching it, not knowing that, you would never know. <laughs> right. And he talks <laughs> about them popping it back into place multiple times. Yeah. Great. <sighs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so definitely pour one out for Mr. Haran. Yeah, and I I think that uh, you know I I look forward to talking about him again because I definitely am thinking of a very specific film that he shows up in that we will be talking about in the near future. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, another one to mention is uh, Benny Chan, Hong Kong director. Man, uh, we've discussed him. Well, is who am I? I believe he's the yep, director yep. for that, and uh, we've talked about him a bit. And uh, another sudden passing, and actually right on the cusp of a new release, uh, he directed Ra- Raging, Raging Fire, Fire with yeah. with Donnie Yen, and uh, it was released after his passing. And uh, just another great dude that you hear about in Hong Kong cinema, and a great body of work to go back and look at. And uh, I make sure you take some time to check these out. Yeah, totally. It's almost, you know, it's like a musician too, or any, any artist, you know, your, your lasting memories are going to be the art that you've created behind you. So it's right. always great to just go and revisit these things and you'll always have that. So it's, it's really, really, really cool that we have that gift. Yeah, totally. And we'll definitely be covering more of uh, Benny's movies. Yep. Yep. And I also have to mention uh, another kind of, the timing of it is just so crazy. Uh, Brad Allen, uh, Jackie Chan stunt team, Brad Allen yeah. had a, a huge uh, kind of transition into Hollywood and was really on this upward trajectory in uh, stunt work. And uh, right right before uh, 
Shang-Chi came out, he had passed away and so sudden. And, um, I mean, such, I mean, I, I loved Shang-Chi and I could see that his, his fingerprints all over the work. And, uh, it's really, it's really kind of tough to think about that. And yeah, um, really hard. I mean, it's like, um, from all accounts, you know, really nice guy, uh, incredibly hardworking. I mean, what a cool story, you know, this kind of outsider making their way into the Jackie Chan stunt team, um, you know, which kind of can only be done by genuinely impressing Mm -hmm. and also uh, a really great legacy um, subsequently as a, as an action director and fight choreographer, um, you know, for some really high profile um, Hollywood films. And yeah. And I think um, this, this week, uh, the Kingsman, the week of recording, the Kingsman's coming out and he worked on that film as well. Yeah. As well as the original um, yep. two Kingsman films and mm-hmm. um, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world and uh, world's yeah. end. And yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy ah, stuff. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, we do have to celebrate another man, but this man will enlighten us. We it will bring up right. our energy. So uh, another sad passing. We have Ng Man Tat. I mean, legendary <sighs> comedic presence legendary. in Hong Kong. Uh, Stephen Chow and Ng Man Tat, this duo. It was like Laurel just... and Hardy, basically. Yeah. yeah. So and, much greatness. But you're you're right. It's um, We've kind of only brushed alongside Ng Man Tat so far on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So we've got a lot to look forward to. And honestly, this is one of the things all, all of us so love about movies is it's like how um, how immortal they can feel. It's like, yeah. wow, we captured this point in time. Um, you know, and it's, if you think of a a movie like the wizard of Oz, it's, I think there's maybe only one living person, um, (laughs) left kind of like connected to the production or yeah, it's, it's less than, less than 10. I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, Mm -hmm. but think of how that movie can still endure and, um, still kind of cast the same sort of spell. So, um, while we're definitely saddened by losing, you know, the thought of losing these giants. Um, it's also just so amazing that we get to, to kind of see them, you know, memorialized and kind of captured in these great movies. Uh, another uh, sad story that I have to bring up is that we lost Dean Sheck. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. One of our favorite character actors from Hong Kong. So many despicable roles, but you love yeah. to see it, right, guys? <laughs> Utter legend. Yeah, absolutely. Going back to our first episode, um, really, uh, you can't you can't overstate how essential these character actors were for Hong Kong cinema. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's unfortunate that we lost another one, but we have a whole body of work to go back and check yeah. out. So yeah, definitely. Uh, make sure to check out another Dean Sheck film, guys. Pour one yeah. out. And stroke the hair on your mole on your face. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, pour one out while stroking mole hair at the same yeah. time. You can do it. Yeah, you we do believe it. in you. Oh, man. Yeah, rest in peace, Dean. Rest in peace. And it is, this is kind of, this is a little kind of sad, I guess, but also kind of interesting and kind of, kind of cool. I, I feel like I, a lot of these people that have passed since we started doing the podcast that I never would have even known who they were. Oh, sure. And would have just, and just would have been one of you two guys posting something that's like, oh man, RIP to this guy. 
and I'd be like, oh, okay, sure. But now, like, I actually got to enjoy them a little bit while they were still around. And yeah. Then, you know, have, yeah. have that. So it's it's kind of a bittersweet thing, I think. No, yeah, totally. Awesome. But hey, why don't we why don't we end with a little bit more of a, a little more of a upbeat thing? To yeah, yeah, to yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm kind of curious. Um, and I know this is at the time of recording. This is maybe a little early for us. Anyone cooking up any kind of New Year's resolutions? Oh, I think mine is always just trying to do more art. I've been on a slump oh, love it. lately, but I've got a little bit of momentum going and I'm really excited to work on a couple of things. So yeah, do more art, Carlos. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> How about you, Marty? Um, yeah, if it's if it's not uh poor form to kind of follow in uh your footsteps, Carlos, I yeah, I'm really drawn to that too. And just kind of sharing um, sharing with the rest of the world a little bit more often, a little more regularly. I think um, it's all of our energies. That. I don't think it'd be bad for all of us to say that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's one of my point. one of my big goals is, and it was a goal for this year that I did do to an extent, which was nice, but I've, I've always wanted to get more into like, you know, game development stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did yeah. get to do that a little bit this year. Yeah, um, man. That's actually, it's a game that it's not released, but I, I met with a, a person um, online who's this awesome artist over in, in Germany. And I worked with them getting making this really beautiful game that I would love to share with the world, but I don't think it would be good form for me to do that without talking yeah, to the, yeah. talk to them first. But uh, but Marty helped do the music for that. And that's on to 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 shill for Marty real quick. You can find that music online right now. So oh no, but I it was yeah, that was such a fun thing. project to kind of collaborate on. And um, I don't know. I really feel like Matthew, like in many ways, like oh, like your whole like childhood and so many of your interests were like leading up to that moment <laughs> and many more moments like so. it to come. I'm sure it's like just. Um, I don't know what fascinates me about game development is like the great game developers are these um, kind of amazing polymaths that are pulling from, uh, you know, the arts and relying on a strong point of view as an artist and a strong sense of taste. But of course you also need to have um, a really sharp, mind and a really great sense of kind of like organization and reasoning and it's uh yeah i don't know for my money it's like a rare person that um that mm. can kind of pull all that together and yeah i'm just i'm excited for what's next <laughs> yeah i am too <laughs> and i have no idea what that'll be but i'm hoping to do even more of it next year and hopefully have a thing that i can show other people easily <laughs> yeah, nice yeah too. totally yeah awesome <laughs> Well, we are just about wrapped up for this little mini episode, but we did want to, since we kind of left it on a, I'm not sure what's next back in, in a, a, gosh, July, I think. Yeah, um, I, I think I think we were on such a high from those Chambara films. We were just kind of yeah. stunned at how good all these movies were, and we just right. were in stasis for like six we're months. We stunned by how good DMX was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Trail to the Grave. <laughs> nice. Um Oh, dude, yeah, DMX. So... Pour another oh, one out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that, oh. that was part of why we did that episode. Right. Yeah, that's was, true. Because he yeah. passed away right before then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 
but so we, um, our next uh, little arc here is going to be looking at Stephen Chow, which is very exciting because that is of, of the short list of Hong Kong movies that I had watched and enjoyed before starting the podcast. Obviously, Kung Fu Hustle was like one of the biggest of the modern era. Oh, yeah. Modern, modern yeah. being the past 20 years, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, but so, yeah, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different ones. And uh, what is the first one that we are doing? Which yeah. is weird to say because we already recorded the episode, <laughs> but whatever. So, yeah, our first entry in this Stephen Chow arc is actually a film called Love on Delivery. And what's great is this is another example of a movie that's widely available on your rental platform of choice um, and in a really great transfer with pretty awesome um, subtitle translation. So, um, yeah, if you feel like uh, renting it and giving it a watch before the next episode comes out, I think you're going to absolutely love it. All right. Well, until the next episode where we're talking about Love on Delivery, I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And thanks for checking us out. Bye. 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 Heroes 3 is part of the Mercado Brothers Podcast Network. Good outro.